down goes the spray. I'm ready. I think everyone should get some. Yes, it is available at lanekennedy.com. Oh, see, there you go. Oh, it's so good. Okay, here we are. Another day, another podcast episode. That's going to be our new intro. Right there, just like that. I, I think with that intro, though, you're going to be picked up to do other intros for shows. <gasps> I just feel like this is your, this is the gateway to Broadway for you. I love that. <laughs> could you imagine? Can you just imagine? I could. That would, that's the calling card? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. I'm so stoked. Yay! And I'm pumped because I'm hanging out with my good friend Lane Kennedy, who <laughs> is a Broadway soon-to-be star. Yes. Would I have to move to Broadway? No, I think you could travel. I mean, no, that would that would be in New York, right? Broadway, New York. That would be in New York. Yeah. I, I'd come with you just to make sure that you have the support you need. Oh, yes, of course right? you would. I mean. Uh, so I was working with a client uh, in during pandemic and she lived in New York and she uh, uh, worked in Broadway and, you know, everything closed down, right? So they moved everything to Zoom and they started doing these productions on Zoom. And I was just like, whoa, what? what's happening here? Yeah, it was really, really quite, uh, uh, what's the, they pivoted. Uh, they were very <laughs> creative. They were, uh, they, they were on top of it. Yeah, I was really proud of her. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, but not now. Is it back? Yeah, some, some of this Broadway's back. Mm, very cool. I've been to Broadway once. Yeah, me too, just once. Yeah. I do want to go New York. I do want to go back to New York. I have another client uh, that just moved to New York and she was telling me how, how it's changed. She used to live there and then she, now she's moving back and you know, it's kind of, it's a lot emptier. She said, and I, and I just was like, really New York empty. I can't wrap my head around that. But San Francisco is a lot is very similar though. Right. When I came to visit, yes. Yes. It was different than the last yes. time I had been there, which True is that. pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. There was, I think it's just because it's a city. There's like that hustle mentality mm -hmm. uh, that has softened or lessened. Uh, Pre-pandemic, they had 5 million gazillion buses driving through the city. Yeah. And it was a nightmare. And these buses were from Silicon Valley. I'm very passionate about this. Can you tell? I'm very yeah. tense about it. Uh, they would have these buses and it would cause traffic jams in because San Francisco wasn't designed for big, huge, you know, commercial buses. Uh -huh. And they would try to go up these hills, San Francisco, the hills of San Francisco. You know, you can't do that. Not so smart. So you would get stuck behind these. Ugh, bus drivers and these buses would be sitting on these hills and it was just a freaking nightmare. Grateful that that's over. They're not doing that anymore. Nope. <laughs> nope. But they still, but now that the pandemic is, you know, we're in this new world, uh, the buses are back and I'm like, Oh, the buses. See, that could be a, would you rather question? If you visit our website, would you oh. rather be stuck going uphill behind a bus Good. lane or another question or would you rather be stuck in los angeles traffic oh on the 405 just shoot me either one of those is bad <laughs> <laughs> out comes the rage 
Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even think about it. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about food. Oh, God, my favorite. I know. I love food so much, but in particular, emotional eating, because I think food is we have to eat. And I think that's what makes this so challenging for people is, you know, like with us and not drinking, we don't have to drink. There's so many different cool beverages that we can partake in. You know, there's certain things that you can get away from, but food is yep. always there. It's yep. in front of us. We go out for dinner. We experience these smells. And when we're struggling, it's the easiest thing, in my personal opinion, because I have a lot of experience in this, mm -hmm. to emotionally eat. Okay, so let's define emotional eating because I just this, you know, it's like intuitive eating. These things like drive oh, me crazy. God. Okay, <laughs> so first it's I can't stop eating. So now what? Right. So so now what are we going to do here? I can't. I, I'm emotional eating. So let's define emotional eating. So for myself personally, when I'm going through an emotion and I don't want to feel it, give an example. Come on. Okay. You so just had a fritter. I just, okay, yeah. It, and this yeah. happens with, you know, sad, anger, and happiness. So I was just invited to go be the fun guide. We had the come hostess up with the mostest. Yes. <laughs> this is like a dream. I'm so excited because I'm very passionate about travel. I got asked to, asked to you know, basically be the fun guide for a trip to Costa Rica. And mm -hmm. I was visiting a friend, we were having coffee, and her son said, mom, did you get the apple fritters? And he's like, tomorrow, would you like an apple fritter? And I was so excited in that moment mm. that I'm like, yeah, I would. Yes. And I was jacked up because yeah. I haven't really yep. eaten any sugar for a yep. long time. Yep. It doesn't happen yep. all that often with exciting motions, but every once in a while it does. Cause it's like, I want to celebrate. Yeah. Your state was changed. Yeah. Bypass the critical factor. Boom. Reach for it. Grab it. Taste it. Delicious. Not even a thought of no. Yeah, it was no. all yes. Yeah. Give yeah, me that apple brain fritter. right there working. That's a good example, my friend. And I grew up with apple fritters. My dad was oh. a baker, right? So it brought back good childhood <sighs> memories of going after school to the bakery and having an apple fritter every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's the, the excitement mm -hmm. of emotional eating. Mm -hmm. There's also depression, like depression, like being like sad, mm -hmm. lonely. Mm -hmm. I was very lonely in Bangkok. Very lonely. Yeah. There was about a month when I was there and I couldn't meet anybody to save my life. I was like standing on street corners and I was like, hi. And people would <laughs> like, like, who is this weird white woman right in our country? And so I would find myself at the movie theater mm -hmm. and you know, I would be there three times a day, different movies, different movie theaters, eating popcorn because I was so lonely. Mm -hmm. And then I met this hot guy and that took that away. And then I was doing <laughs> other things, <laughs> but that, that emotional eating, eating out of a sense of, again, that emotional charge and not hesitating to put the brakes on chowing in on the popcorn and so, loneliness is big. Loneliness is big. Uh, depression is another big one. I find that people just eat over that. Uh, worry. Mm, yep. Worry. Yep. 
worry. Reese's peanut butters comes up when I'm worried. I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? Uh, I'm eating Reese's peanut butter. I have different foods for different emotions. How about you? Oh yeah. I have okay. for worry. I have Ben and Jerry's ice cream uh-huh. and Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. So, uh, I got lost. Ben and Jerry's. Yep. Reese's for peanut worry. butter. Yep. Reese's peanut butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I don't emotionally eat? Hmm. Steak. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to overeat. You know, I can't stop eating steak. Like that doesn't really happen to me. Mm-hmm. No. Or like fish. I'm just going to eat more of it. Like, no. Salad. Or like or broccoli. Yeah. No, I'm done with the broccoli. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> like, no. But you know what it does? Like, uh, uh, mashed potatoes. I'm like, oh, I need that mashed potato. Something savory. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon. It's so interesting. Again, it's all the brain chemicals, right? It's really chemistry, brain chemistry 101 right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now what? Feel the feelings. Uh, but what if you can't even identify the feel? Like, it's like that takes work, right? So I'm in Bangkok. I don't really notice or recognize that I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. I just thought my life sucked. And I was like, what am I doing in Bangkok? What is going on? Mm-hmm. I am the only white woman here. <laughs> like crazy town. Right. So I didn't know that I was lonely. How can I identify that? Well, it takes that inner work. I mean, mm. for myself, when I, I, I just came to the realization very recently that one of yeah. my emotions that gets me charged is feeling lonely. And it's, you know, feeling like I'm missing out on something, you know, leaving, leaving my relationship of eight years and, you know, being on the own, being by myself, right on my own for the first time in my life. And those feelings come up and I, I want that energy. And so it, I really had to kind of, when I start to feel emotions, so when I start to feel lonely and mm-hmm. all of a sudden my first thought is go get some ice cream. Like I, once I remember at nine o'clock at night and you know, I go to bed very early. Yeah. I, I was lying on the couch watching Netflix and I felt lonely and what I was you watching. Um, I can't even remember what I was watching. I just recently watched Lincoln Lawyer. Mm. So good, right? So good. He's so Yeah. Hot. He reminds me of my ex. I just like dreamy. <sighs> So it wasn't that. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't know what I was watching. I I, I love watching Netflix. But all of a sudden, I felt alone. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to get in my car, right? I'm in my pajamas. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get in my car right now. I'm going to go drive 10 minutes down to the store, and I'm going to get a pint of ice cream. And I almost had myself convinced to get up, throw on a hoodie, and go and grab some. Wow. And all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I need to reach out to somebody. And yeah. I think sometimes for me, it was talking, like talking that out with someone and having mm. them point out, maybe you're lonely. Like mm. what's going on in your life right now? Are mm. you getting out? Are you doing the things you need to do? So I think that's kind of how you start to discover why mm-hmm. you feel the feelings you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when I was in Bangkok, there was nobody to talk to. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to go back to that time. Uh well, I started meditating. I guess that was helpful. Mm. Right. And then I was forced to be around people who weren't talking to me, but they were there. People. 
I wasn't, I wasn't feeling lonely. So it changed, but there is a sense of, uh, recognizing like what's going on with me. Oh, I have other people around me and I'm not eating. And I had that, that correlation like, Mm. Oh, I don't need to be going to the movie theater and eating different popcorn three times a day. That was like a huge revelation. Uh, I can't stop eating whatever it is. So now what do I do? Well, I think it's about like what you just said, reaching out to somebody, talking it, talking it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get, let's, let's talk about this intuitive eating. <laughs> this like, <laughs> just saying that outside makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I'm just like, this is not a good idea. So I tried that last year, 40 pounds heavier. 40 pounds. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Maybe for some people, mm-hmm. this stuff works. Okay. okay. Let's just talk about some people. Some okay. People. Let's just talk about some people. And Not me. I'm, I'm going to be, oh, I'm intuitively eating and I'm eating intuitively. I'm eating the whole fucking house. Okay. I'm eating everything because intuitively it all makes me feel good <laughs> because again, let's just talk. We're a walking chemistry. We're walking machine chemical chemical factory right here. So if I'm putting in popcorn and cupcakes, I get that. I feel good, right? It's good. Yeah. So oh, intuitively, I feel good when I eat that. Oh, please. And then you're 40 pounds heavier. I've done this myself. So that's why I'm like, but there are advocates for this intuitive eating. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it depends. It depends on you as a person, right? Because everybody's so different. It just because it works for one person does not mean it's going to work for you. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this. I try everything at least once, usually twice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And what I discovered, though, is that I was reaching for all those foods that I kind of realized they got me charged. They were those foods that when I started, I couldn't stop. And I exactly. took that back to my drinking. And I thought, had somebody said, Tamar, you can drink as much as you want, just stop before you black out. Oh my God. I couldn't have done that because <laughs> of the way alcohol makes me feel. And when I have that feeling and I have that food or substance in my body, my body's like, you need more of this, like have exactly. more. And it it doesn't recognize that full, right? That feeling no, of fullness. because it's chemical, you're chemically changed yourself. <laughs> I know. So I tried it. I tried it, but it didn't work for me. And I really had to start. What it came down to, though, was I wasn't dealing with my emotions. Mm -hmm. And now I was excited because I can go to the grocery store and buy whatever the hell I want. And I did. Yeah. Yeah. 40 pounds later, you're like, oh, my God, I'm ready to have a heart attack. And your doctor's like, oh, my God, you're on the bridge of having diabetes. Oh, my God. And my jeans don't fit. And my jeans don't fit. How frustrating is that? How many, I would love for you to go to our website and hit that button and tell us how many sizes of jeans you have, right? So I was graced with good jeans, okay? So I've been a size six my entire life, like that. I live in the sixth land. Mm -hmm. But when I am not paying attention and doing intuitive eating or emotional eating, I have gone up in COVID, right? I went up to a size 14 mm-hmm. and how many sizes do you have in your closet tomorrow? How many? Quite a few. 
I've, I think the lowest I've ever gone because I've just got hips and I, you know, appreciate those. I've probably been a 10, 12. Yeah, 12 that's is a good usually, size. Yeah, that's 12 nice is usually size. where I stand, but I've gone all the way up to 16, 18 yeah. at certain yeah. points in my life, right? And I and you have a stack of jeans. Oh, yeah. That you can like go, oh, this is a, mm, not feeling it. Oh, I'm heavy this month. Oh, I got to go. I got to size up. Yeah. And this time I said, oh. no, I'm not doing that. I'm exactly getting back right. into all these jeans that I already have. And yeah. I've been doing that yeah. by eating more mindfully. That's it. Boom. And feeling the, the feels. Feel the feels. Oh, it's so hard. It's hard. It is. That, that's like, you know, I, I'm eating. I'm overeating. I'm intuitively eating. I'm gaining weight. There is a small part of you that knows, oh my God, this shit's going to get real. How am I going to deal with this? How am I going to deal with this, you know, in a year from now? Mm-hmm right? This is not living. That's, this is not living our best lives, right? At the peak of COVID, I had gained 25 pounds. I was at my top weight that I've ever weighed. I was one pound over my top weight. And I was like, what just happened? Just what happened? What happened? Oh my God. Because I was emotionally eating Mm -hmm. and thinking I could handle it. But somebody like me who lives in recovery, food is not something I can play with. No. It's not a toy. No. No. It's like I have to remember that my body has an expiration date and that I have to care for it. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be about self-care. But can we change the subject, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, even today, having that apple fritter, right? Oh, yes. I have a... I mean, I heard, delicious, delicious oh, so good. But I give myself grace, yeah. right? Because I'm I'm in I'm in a good place right now. I'm uncovering all these things in my life. I'm discovering who I really am. And as a result, I don't feel the need to overeat, which is challenging in and of itself sometimes. But I think every time you get you work through something and you're like, oh, okay, I wasn't being completely honest. Right? Layers of honesty. When you peel them off. I think the desire to emotionally eat, or at least that behavior starts mm-hmm. to get less and less and less. And today I know exactly what I'm having for dinner. Yeah. That's really good. Right. Yeah. It's really nice to have that plan in place. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to know, like when I gave up the matcha, right. <sighs> that was a journey. I mean, that was like buy 15 pounds. See you later. Yeah. Like just doing that one action, but having this plan like, what's the daily plan going to be? What am I going to feed my my body, the human walking around? What's it going to look like? I think that's a practical tool that our fantastic community can use, a plan. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't, uh, I'm just speaking from my own experience and from my clients, is when there's not a plan, shit goes sideways. You're just starting to pull things off the shelf, you know, feed, feed the beast mm-hmm. because at six o'clock, the beast starts to get hungry. And if there's no plan, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> oh, chicken strips. Mm. <laughs> Who thought chicken fingers was a good idea? Who thought of that name? I think it's a crunch though. You know, for me, it's the crunch. It's just, I can't even talk about them. 
Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to get all charged. Charged on chicken strips. Let's let's not do that because we don't want you to do that. You're you've been so awesome and having a plan recently and just being methodical about what you're feeding the human machine. Uh huh. Right. That is really important for those on the emotional journey of like living their best life. Uh Like it's about taking. Oh, I don't want to say it. Okay. It's about embracing the human form. And I want to mention one other thing that I've done that has helped with my emotional eating. Yes. Sleep. Oh, because when I'm tired, emotional, moody, Mm -hmm. when I get rest, I don't feel the desire to eat for energy, right? Because I have energy. I wake up feeling refreshed. I feel yep. good, right? And so, and I always took sleep for granted. And it's probably one of the simplest things we can do so that we are awake. We are present. We don't feel the need to like, uh, like that. If I had gotten no sleep, you know, um, last night, mm. that apple fritter probably would have happened just for the simple fact that it's like, I need some sugar in my system. I feel like garbage right now. And you might have had two. Exactly. But I only had one and I enjoyed every single bite. Yes. Pleasure. Yep. I yep. like it. Yep. Okay. So we've given you an idea, uh, friend, about this. I can't stop emotionally eating. Now what? Have a plan in place. Yeah. Like have a plan and then call some friends. Admit like I'm, I'm overdoing the matcha, right? Mm-hmm. Like that took me months to come to terms with. I came to terms with it. You did. You're doing amazing. Yeah, I can't even believe it. I don't need No, <laughs> gross. Which is and, amazing. I can't even believe I've had that again. It's a it's a mind it's a mind shift. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about here. You know, you're broke now. What? You can't stop eating now. What? You can't let go of things now. What? It's like the mind shift is what is necessary to live your best life. How do mm-hmm. we do that, Tamar? Now what? The Now What Academy. The Now What Academy. (laughs) A life-changing journey. Oh, so good. And you get us. I mean, I think that that's the thing with experience, right? Having gone through all these different things that we have throughout our lives, you know, we get to take you through this adventure, not only from what we can teach you in terms of, you know, brain and mind science and mindfulness and all this cool stuff, but mm-hmm. we also have been through most of what you're going through. Oh, yeah. Poof. Still go through it, right? Still go through it. Evolving. Yeah. We're evolving. Evolving. I love that word. So good. Uh, I was thinking maybe last week. Uh, about my kind of personal evolution and where I wanted to go next and what I wanted to do next. And, uh, you know, over the last uh, several years, I've studied with some really amazing teachers and uh, Jed Brewer, like just some amazing humans. And I was thinking like, who's going to be the next amazing human that I get to study with? that I get to do some research with who I get to listen to and enjoy. And, you know, that's having a mentor or a teacher enriches my life. And then I don't want to emotionally eat. Yeah. I don't like, there's no binging. There's no, uh, because I'm fully engaged in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm the present moment 
with this awesome teacher. And I have a couple of classes that I'm in, in, enrolled in right now. And I'm just in programs. I don't know what you want to call them courses, whatever. Uh, but I just want to encourage people, you know, if it's not us, if we don't resonate with you and the now what Academy is like, whatever, uh, and you're struggling with these topics that we bring up, you know, from like food to marriage, to menopause, it's like, find someone Mm -hmm. because as humans, it is our right. It is our birthright to be happy, joyous, and free. Absolutely. And we need to invest in ourselves because we're worth it. And I, I used to have that fear. I'd be like, well, I don't want to spend that money doing a program or a course or getting a coach. But what I got out of that was triple, if not like a hundred times more than I would have got on bin shopping on Amazon. Like if I look at all the things, like I'm serious, Lane, an Amazon package came to my door every day for like a month. Do you know how much money you've spent on Amazon? Oh no, but I I don't even want to look. You can find out. Did you know that? No. Our good friend Elise told me that you can just find out how much you have. And so she told me this and I was like, oh no. Yeah. She told me how much she has spent and I was wow. Uh, but I can't even say the number out loud, how much I've spent, but that's something, that's another thing. Uh, so yeah, investing in yourself, I'm going to circle back. <laughs> yeah. We're so scared to do it, but yet we yeah. look at, look at what we spend our money on. Yeah. It's really quite interesting. Yeah. And there's also the mindset. I'm just going to bring this up because I own this. I, this is me, right. Of I, I know a lot, right. I've been in recovery a long time. I've studied a lot. I've had great teachers and uh, there's nobody, I don't want to learn from it. Like, no, I can do it myself. Right. But that is a, such a sense of arrogance. And I have had to do some really uh, mind shifting around the arrogance because like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I'm really excited about this new stuff that I'm really kind of digging into right now. It's like, it's over my head. I'm in deep water and I'm digging it, Love digging it. it. I know. So getting a teacher, finding a course or whatever to improve the quality of your life, to change your state bonus. We're here We're, mm-hmm. we're for it. And you don't even have to be sober. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is part of our journey, right? But there's so many other things that can fit in that, you know, you're stuck. Now what? Yeah. Right. So we encourage you to reach out. We want you to ask us questions so we can discuss this stuff. You know, even one of your secrets. And here's something that will help with your emotional eating. Yep. Yeah. And you'll remain anonymous, but share one of your secrets that you haven't shared with anybody. We will not share your name on the podcast, but we can discuss that because yep. holding on to secrets, as I've been aware the last month, mm. we do behaviors, right? Because we yep. keep those things in. So share them with us. Deadly. Yeah. Deadly. I mean, that popcorn was deadly for me in Bangkok. I'm just saying. I bet. That matcha, critical on my health. Was there chocolate on the popcorn? Yes. Caramel? And caramel. Yes. <gasps> That's my favorite. I, it, I'm telling you, it was just insane. It was just. That's a tough one, Lane. I had never, never experienced that before. It's just like, de- but deadly, right? Again, going against the human machine that I have to live in for 55 more years. <laughs> okay, should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Everybody, have a great moment. Tamar, thanks for hanging out with me. 
thank you for hanging out. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. I want to ask a big favor. Could you please go and review the show over on iTunes? And we would love a five-star review. We would love that. I know sometimes I get a little crass. Sometimes I get a little opinionated. But those opinions are my passion. I am here really to serve up the goodness and to share this mindset shift that you can have too. All right, my friend. Thanks again for listening and make sure that you're on the wait list for the Now What Academy. Have a great moment.